We are I. Good morning, everybody. Thursday. Thursday morning, dark and early, but not for long. Times are changing, spring is coming, it's going to be light outside here pretty soon, and I look forward to every second of that. Love sitting here at you know 5 o'clock in the morning and it being light outside, the windows open, hearing the birds chirping, because uh, that means hiking season is coming, and that means spending time in the backcountry is coming very quickly. Um... So what I was just sitting here thinking about was, you know, I have just a great day today. You know, I love when meetings start early, first meeting on site, 6 a.m., you know, back-to-back meetings until, I don't know, probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock before we get a little bit of a break. And it just makes me happy. You know, it makes me happy. This is a completely new venture that, you know, is going extremely well, you know, couldn't write the playbook any better. You know, like the script out of these meetings and stuff is, you know, like, it's just, it's great. Really great. So it makes me happy to be Canadian. Makes me happy that I have this opportunity. This is what this land is supposed to represent is like opportunities that you can wake up every single day and say, I want to explore this opportunity. I want to be able to explore this mindset. I want to be able to explore this perspective. I want to be able to travel this land. I want to be able to create. I want to collaborate. I don't want to be persecuted for the thought that I have today that may not be the thought that I have tomorrow. I want to be able to collaborate with people that may not think like me. But we have a mutual level of respect for each other because we are both human, we are both Canadian, and we are both free-loving people. I love that we have that opportunity. Like, this is why people came here. This is why, you know, my great-grandparents came to this land to be able to give my grandpa and grandma an opportunity, my dad, my mom an opportunity, me and my sister an opportunity. This is why my people came here. This is why Ukrainian and Czechoslovakian people came here is to be able to provide this exact opportunity because they did not have those exact opportunities there. It was better here. It was better here because you could do these things without fear of repercussions, without fear of being arrested, without fear of having to do this behind locked doors, closed windows, and blinds drawn. You could freely have these discussions and these debates and these opportunities out in public for everybody to be able to see. And if they didn't like it, they could just turn around and go walk the other way or just not pay attention. But the cancel culture that we live in today that Justin Trudeau and our politics and politicians have just sucked in like a dry sponge has not allowed us that opportunity. And now you have a prime minister that says, if if you are a pro-Trump supporter... You can have your bank accounts frozen. If you donate money, your business is going to get canceled in today's culture, just like what may be happening with David's tea. I, I read a little something online this morning about how the 
the wife of the owner of David's Tea donated to the trucking convoy, and now people are boycotting David's Tea. Fuck that. I will go support David's Tea more because of that. Because these are my people. This is what I've been saying for a long time. What the government has done is shortlisted the people that I should be associating myself with in life because they're like-minded individuals like me. But the one thing that I don't, it hurts me, is to think that I have all of these opportunities, but then for how long? I can record this podcast and I can say these things that are air quotes anti-government, but for how long? I can retweet one of the most one of the main Twitter pages for just exposing a different side of thinking. Just retweeting and screenshotting and posting those those tweets of a right leaning perspective got removed off Twitter two days ago. I get that. Didn't even say anything themselves have millions of followers and has had their account suspended because they screenshot other people's tweets. That's the world we live in today. The world we live in today where it's okay to be able to hack in to a company's database and dox people, like that is okay. Like, why isn't he is a self-proclaimed cyber terrorist? He said it in his YouTube rant or his TikTok rant that got posted on YouTube. He's a self-proclaimed cyber terrorist and is not being arrested. How does that make sense? How does it make sense to release people's personal data that doesn't make sense? This is the world that we live in. So that's why I say, like, I have these great opportunities, but for how long? How long before I get my bank accounts frozen? How long before I get my car insurance canceled because this is now something that Justin Joe thinks is a good idea is to be able to cancel people's car insurance, to freeze their bank accounts, to say you're not allowed to think and say what you want. If you have a Canadian flag hanging from your truck as you drive around, you now can be pulled over and arrested by the police because they clearly understand your political views. So is this the same thing as if I fly a conservative flag? What happens if I fly a conservative party flag beside my Canadian flag on my truck while I'm wearing a hat that says, make America great again? Like what happens then? What happens if I donate one penny to an organization that stands for free speech and personal autonomy? That's exercising the right to peaceful protest inside of an alleged free country. What happens then? Like this is the part. This is why I love that I live in a country where opportunity is free. A guy that I love and respect so much. I'm not going to name him, but he's a, a trainer in South Surrey. He's a fucking beast. Guy deadlifts absurd amounts of weight. Squats absurd amount of weight. And he posted a few months ago, I don't want your government handout. So when you shut my fitness business down and you say you should be grateful because we're going to give you a government subsidy 
I don't, he's like, I don't want that. I want the opportunity to be able to make my own money on my own terms. I don't want your government handout. Don't look at me like you're giving me a favor. This is not a favor. This, this is a handicap. It's not allowing me to be able to exercise my right in a free land to be able to make money how I see fit as long as it's not harming somebody else. And I love that. I love when people think like that. Just give me the opportunity and I will be what I want to be. Don't curate my life for me. Don't look at like the government is doing me a favor. The government is not there to do us favors. The government is not there to stand in our way. And I think a lot of people don't understand this. We the people are not run by the government. We the people run the government. The people in the government are supposed to be representative of our voice. So again, you tell me how close to 70% of people in this country want to end all COVID mandates, restrictions, and everything to do with COVID, but yet we still have them. You do not represent the people and what the people want. If close to 70% of people in this country are willing to be able to live with the potential consequences of removing all the restrictions, they should be eliminated the day that those people speak. Not tomorrow, not in a week from now, not in two weeks from now. They should be eliminated the day the people speak. Let us be free. Let us be free. We deserve this because we have the right. Deserve is actually even a grotesque statement because of the fact that nobody gives us this. That We are born into freedom. We are born into personal autonomy. We are born to be free. So we have the right. We don't deserve it. We have the absolute right to be free.